Hey, hey, I'm Frank, and this is Blatant Frankism, a podcast that introduces new perspectives and experiences into the community consciousness and dialogue by talking to people that represent various generations and walks of life. We, the community, are creating our own narrative. Our weekly conversations will reveal the truth about those interviewed, the issues they care about, and their view of the world. Who knows? One day, it could be you, your issue, and your view. Storytelling is resistance. Let's get it. Now, as an educator, I can't do this without an objective in mind. So our objective? No, our SMART goal for this and every week is that by the end of today's show, we will all learn something about ourselves and the world as we each see both and take an action step on a personal or collective level that reflects this learning. Let's get into it. So, if you know me, then you know about this time I'll say let's warm up, right? And I'll usually provide some factual information, some data, some statistics, and and then build on that, you know, asking a clarifying question or a more introspective question, a reflective question. Today, as this is the last um, interview episode of 2019, I'm going to pose a more personally and intentionally reflective question, right? And what is it? Who do you want to be? More specifically, who are you? Right? It's interesting. As children, we are told personal perspective. Uh, not that being a child is not personal. I remember that, but I mean, more currently personal perspective. As educators, we tell our students all the time, our learners, you can be whatever you want to be. Doesn't matter what age they are, from my personal experience, doesn't matter what age they are, right? And then we grow up, we're pigeonholed. Folks get to be grown. Oh, you're an accountant? Stay an accountant. What do you mean you want to write movies? What? You can't do that. Oh, you're a doctor? Stay a doctor. What you mean you want to start, you want to have a food truck? What? You can't do that. Oh, you're a, 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 a teacher? What you mean? You want to own a grocery store. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just craziness. Not even craziness in terms of what you want to do, but craziness in terms of how folks respond and reflect to you, onto you, project, let's say that. Um, and so what's got me thinking about that this week is, is the fact that as I grow older and as life <laughs> remains what it is, I... Um, I'm continuing to seek those areas and spaces of support that allow me to be my authentic self and allow me to support others who may look like me, feel like me, act like me, or not, in what they do as well. One of those safe spaces is a fabulous online community of uh, black lesbians. other like-minded individuals, <laughs> um, the uh, professionally petty Facebook community. It is run, created, run, presented by two phenomenal ladies, uh, Carly Jonell and Corey House. Um, and we are going to talk to them today, but before we do that, just a little background on professionally petty and the ladies themselves. The Professionally Petty Show was established in 2018 on a black lesbian Facebook group. The petty was so real, and the audience was so solid that Carly and Corey, who we shall hear about later, felt that in order to grow exponentially, they needed to establish their own independent platform. Thus, the two took off to take over the world. Their synergy and friendship is so captivating that they built a whole new family of friends online. 
By giving advice and sharing their own life experiences, they became their listeners, play cousins, and play sisters. Side note, we all know how we feel about play cousins. The hosts, Carly Jonell and Corey House, met in 2013 and realized their life experiences had more in common than all of their dating woes. The Professionally Petty Show covers topics of love, dating, family, friendships, and relationships. Although some topics can take on a serious nature, Carly and Corey know you can laugh at half of life situations and the other half you can just be petty. Alright, let's take a look at um, our two hosts individually. Carly Jonelle. I play it cool. I dig all jobs. That's the reason I stay alive. My motto as I live and learn is dig and be dug in return. These telling words expressed by Langston Hughes are the motto that Carly Jonelle lives her life by, past and present. As a typical child of a military family, Carly traveled coast to coast, constantly forcing her to adjust to new surroundings. That's why understanding others and being understood is very important to her. The love for the arts was Carly's connection to the world. She first began writing poems and short stories as a tool to navigate through the trials and tribulations of her ever-changing childhood, thus allowing her to cultivate long-lasting friendships. This Cali girl, the oldest of two, grew up in a religious household as the daughter of a Christian pastor. Needless to say, coming out at the age of 16 was not an easy task, nor easily accepted by her family thus adding to the complexity of her childhood. And to this day, her inherent sexuality is not something that is acknowledged nor completely accepted by her family. After having an active dating life which resulted in many life lessons, Carly has a strong desire to help women navigate the wonderful world of dating. She wants to help women survive the bullshit. <laughs> now happily married to the woman she calls Doc, Carly experiences new life lessons that she can pass along to her listeners. Through this professionally petty window, into her life, she hopes that you can acquire some knowledge from her failures and successes. Corey House. I am? Oh, what I am. That's her quote. To know Corey is like having a fresh cup of coffee, which she can't live without. Corey House, a grown, grown woman from the BX, uh, the Bronx, has lived in the DMV area for over 15 years. When Corey is not professionally petty, she moonlights as an adjunct professor and advisor at two local higher education institutions. Corey strives to live her life as authentic as possible, always keeping it real with those who rock with her. And you know that's important. If you rock, you rock. Alright? Known as the party starter, some of her favorite pastimes are dancing, happy hours, and brunching. She has a passion for helping others and will always make herself available to listen and encourage when needed. That's real. Corey also loves being encouraged and supported and appreciates the support, love, and family that has been created while doing professionally petty. So, here's our interview with Carly and Corey, the hosts of Professionally Petty. All right, so y'all ready to get started? <laughs> All right, yes. so here we go. All right, thank you. Um, Carly and Corey for joining me today. Um, again, I really, really appreciate you all being here. Yay! We're happy to be here. All right. Um, can each of you tell the listeners just a little bit of something about yourselves that wasn't in your bio or in the bio you want to send me? I'm called out. So I guess I'll go first um since mine is soon to be coming but um I think I would not put this in so I would say you know my best friends and most um encouragement come from my mom and my grandmother yeah. which is you know like they're definitely my best friends and my biggest support my um and I'm really close to my family so and I'm starting to realize how much family means and I like the idea of extended family that's always been a part of my life and my friends are almost instinctively my family so you know this platform has really created that so yeah all right thank you thank you Carly well as for me um what's not in my bio is like it's kind of like pretentious too I guess but like, everybody tells me, whenever there's, like, a situation, I always say, 
oh, I've been through that or something happened to me that's similar to that. So I have like this thing that I basically, I always say I've almost been through everything. I, mean, I say I've been through everything, but just about. And every time, like even my wife would be like, why you always, you know, every time I say something, you always been through something. Well, <laughs> it's just the way my life has been. And what Corey called it earlier was the Oprah syndrome. Yeah, well, it's like the Oprah syndrome. Like Oprah's been through everything. Right. right. Um, I don't want to say I'm like Oprah, but, you know, <laughs> genius big. <laughs> if it fits. All right. All right. All right. Um, ladies, what inspires you? Wow. Do you want to go first? Or? <laughs> okay. So what inspires me? Um, women. Women inspire me, plain and simple. Um, we have more power. And I'm just going to say, yeah, I can say all women, but I'm going to say majority black women. Okay. Because we, um, we are underestimated. And we're underestimated of our power. And my main, one of my main things is I want to inspire and empower women. And so what inspires me is that a lot of black women know that you, um, that we are great and, and we are powerful and we have something that a lot of people don't have. That's intuition. That's resiliency. Um, so much. I just feel like black women inspire me. That's what inspires me, especially black lesbian women, because although we, you know, black women have it hard. I feel like a lot of black lesbian women have it harder. Okay. Because then we we we're already black and we're women puts us lower on the totem pole, and then then we add lesbian to it, it takes us a notch that da- a notch down even within our own community. So True. women, black women, inspire me, inspire me. So yeah, all right. Um, what inspires me? I would say um, to be what inspires me is authenticity, and I don't know yeah. if that's something that you can get inspiration from but the ability to be authentic to be your whole self and then to create a space where other people can do that as well um and not just like not just within a group or whatever but to kind of embody it and live it so like Mm. you know being authentic and showing people that it's okay like if you mess up say oh wow I messed up Um, or if you, you know, saying, I'm sorry and being authentic about it or laughing at yourself. Like, I feel like people do not really laugh at themselves enough. So being able to do that with myself and be transparent and authentic about my process, um, so that it can then show other people that it really is okay. (laughs) It really is okay to just be you unapologetically and just kind of move through. So it inspires me, you know, to be around people who are authentic and to be able to be authentic. All right. All right. Thank you. So professionally petty. How did that start? I mean, what was it in you that the pettiness just had to come out and be introduced (laughs) to the world? What was it? (laughs) Well, you want me to start it off? And yeah. first of all, I'm just gonna let it be clear. Like I will skip around, and that's why I have other people to fill in the story. So before you <laughs> okay, please fill in the story. Okay, I got you. So um, what happened was I had a friend who started a blog, and I ended up writing the blog. Well, I ended up starting to write for her in the blog as well. Okay. So I ended up joining her Facebook group, and Corey was already in it. Actually, I knew about the Facebook book, the Facebook group, but Corey was already in there. And she was like, so I asked her about it, and she was like, you should join. So I joined and started the Facebook group, and um, the owner of the group really, you know, liked my personality, whatever like that. And she was just like, she asked me to do a show. And so I was like, well, I'm, I can do a show, but I can't do it without Corey. <laughs> so Corey got to come with me. <laughs> okay. So, um... I guess that's how we started, but why the, why the petty has to be shared? Is yeah. that what you were saying? Yeah. 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 So I would jump in and say, like, I think we coined professionally petty, like, in the group. Like, we were talking about it or, you know, maybe in a meeting or something and coined professionally petty. And it, you know, why we needed to bring the pettiness is I think it kind of embodies who we are. Like, 
like life hits us in a million different ways and sometimes you just need to be able to have a petty response to it um you just need to be like because the world is petty it is and you be like i don't deserve this to be treated this way but so it's okay to have a petty response or it's okay to look at real life situations every you know we see these memes all the times and the memes come from real life situations mm-hmm. and we there's some petty caption to it yes we need petty captions to our lives on a regular basis so right. we decided to bring the petty to everyone to be able to caption their lives petty folk right because everything does not have to be so serious you can sit up here and you can have all types of situations, but some of these situations you can laugh at, and that's what we're about. We're about taking those life situations and flipping into something that's more relatable, yeah. and just being, you know, basically like she said, we we find a petty way around it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I like that. A, p- a petty meme for your life, petty caption for your life. We're gonna, right. have, we're gonna, we're gonna hashtag like, that somehow. I, I like that. I like that. Exactly right. All right, so um, then I hear what you say about, you know, black women inspiring you, in particular black lesbians, and I hear, Corey, what you say, you know, about authenticity. So thinking about those two, what do you think um, is the biggest benefit to folks who, who join the group? You know what I'm saying? What's the biggest benefit to the, the black lesbians who want to be their authentic selves who join the group? Um, I think there are a number of benefits, um, and I'll name some. I'm sure Carly will jump mm-hmm. in with a couple. Um, I think that, one, it is a place to just put out petty stuff, um, just kind of lay it out there. For the most part, there's no judgment, but, you know, some people mm-hmm. might judge, and that's part of being petty, right? So you can, you know, put those thoughts and, and processes out there, and I think kind of like what Carly was saying is that, you know, at some point we want to find a petty way around a situation. And really what that means is just to be able to laugh about stuff. Laughing is therapeutic. Um, and sometimes through the process of whatever you come through and come out of, right. on the other end is laughter. And on the other end is that, that joy of surviving it or like getting through it, even if it's the day. Right. So I think that the benefit of the group is to get through get through the day or go through the day and get through it um, with some like-minded people who can also make you laugh through right. it as well. All right. I'm going to agree with everything Corey just said. Say <laughs> <laughs> it in a better way. Just coming in. Right. Boom, bam, bing. Right. That was great. I agree as well. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. <laughs> um, well, as the uh, creators, you know, of this, of this, wonderful environment online um what do you enjoy most as things go on you know as you're observing what do you 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 enjoy the most Mm, for me it's making new friends i guess um building friendships meeting all that types of different people um the networking and being able to support each other um one thing is like I like to celebrate people. So if I see anyone within the group, or even outside the group, that's done something great, I'm I'm going to lift them up and and um, showcase them. So I think the supportiveness of the group—that's one of the things I I enjoy about it. I just I just love the fact that we can just connect. And I almost okay. I'm ADHD too, and I low key forgot this question. So <laughs> just send them to us, Carly. <laughs> But actually, just the connections that we um, that we create in the group. I make a lot of connections and a lot of new friends. And I actually like meeting them and, and like talking to them. And nice. I have a good time. My day is actually never boring because of what's going on. Right on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do we enjoy most? Um... Yeah, the meeting new people, I want to say, and um, I, I mean, not copycatting off of Carly, but kind of, yeah, like the ability to kind of have a platform where any and everything can be discussed. Right. Um, and, you know, supporting people 
giving them a, a audience where they can say, Hey, this is what I do too. Okay. Um, because within there's a wealth of like people who do a lot of good things, you yeah. know? And then we all know a wealth of people who do a lot of good things, even if they're not in the group. So it is that real, that, that networking and just kind of branching out. You know, oh, I know somebody who does that, or this person is great at this and just kind of, you know, no pressure, no, no um, competition. Just this is, we're all great and mm-hmm. we're all shining together kind of thing. I enjoy that. Okay. I like that. And the memes are really funny. Funny as hell. <laughs> Yes, the memes are really funny. Yeah. All right. All right, so that's what you enjoy. What uh, are you up to this point the proudest of? Um, for me, what I'm the proudest of, um, and I don't I don't know how the two if I'm saying this right or if I have to explain more, but the amount of support like to to see how people truly rock with you, like that shit. Can we curse on here? I'm sorry. Yeah, you curse. Say what the fuck you want. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like that shit is amazing. Like yeah. when you really see people rock with you, and Carly and I will always say to each other, like, if it's just me and Carly and we are best friends, we will. Like, we can slack a little bit. Like, okay, girl, we got to encourage each other. We'd be like, girl, I'm tired. We'll encourage each other to sit on the couch. But the minute we bring something up about professionally petty, you want to see us move? Tell us we need to do something for professionally petty. We're like, okay, we got to do this. and We got to make sure we're, we're together. And I mean, because I am proud of the fact that we are responsible to a group of women who rock with us for real. Like, nice. and it, it really gives you something to look forward to. Like, yo, I, I got to keep my shit together because my peoples is watching, mm-hmm. you know? Nice. So, yeah, nice. that's what I'm proud of. I agree. Like, I can't even say it any, any better than what she said. Like, absolutely just having the group, seeing the support that we have. Um, I'm proud of us stepping out because, you know, we were very scared. Okay. Um, we, you know, we were nervous and sometimes you just got to get that push to jump and we jumped and, you know, I'm happy we did. So, yeah. Well, what were you nervous about? Um, nervous about, so, you know, you, you do so well on one platform and then mm-hmm. when you move to your own independent platform, yeah. it's like um, starting all over again. And it yeah. is like starting all over. So we did have to kind of like start all over again, but it actually is, it ended up working out. So okay. I, I'm, I'm proud of that. And I'm also proud of the connections we made. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm proud of that too. And I will also add, cause you said, what were we nervous about? Yeah. Carly and I, again, <clears throat> are very intentional when we do things and very thoughtful. We don't want to hurt feelings. We don't want to, you know, we like we try to include and be inclusive of everybody when we're thinking about stuff, probably almost to the point where it stops us from doing things. Yeah. And moving on to our own platform. So when you get the push to do it, you know, we still want it to be, quote unquote, liked. And we still wanted to make sure that the, you know, the separation was amicable and things of that nature. So that was part of that nervousness, like almost overthinking the process of separating when sometimes, you know, separation just happens, you know? True. All right. All right. All right. Um, So we're almost near the end of the formal portion. So I have a couple more questions. Um, So although the focus is petty, petty, um, I know this last, um, you know, happy hour, you talked about introducing some more serious topics if folks were interested in that. What's kind of prompted you to, I guess, open it up for those more serious conversations? Um, I feel like, um, I know for me, I feel like our audience is a little used to a more serious I feel like some of them are more used to like a serious platform mm-hmm. so I still want to make sure we presented those opportunities to have those more like more topics like that okay. for me you know is it's sometimes we I mean although we're professionally petty I feel like we have to get real life every once in a while right, right. but it's also to me it's about learning and understanding I want to make sure because I'm not I don't know everything and I'm not um 
I'm not privy to everything either. So I, I, I really want us to have a platform where people can learn as well. And so that's Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and then when you have a name like Professionally Petty, so when you have something like Petty in it, well, it already has its own kind of connotation that people are going to assume. Right. Like, oh, we can only talk about this. And that's not the case at all. If, you know, if people have watched the show, you know, or been in the group, you know, you already know that we're, we are going to bring the message around at some point, or, you know, we want to, you know, talk about things. So just wanting to remind the group too, for okay. the, some, cause we've had some new people who have come in who have only just heard the name. Right. Like, oh, let's go. So just trying to let everybody know, like, and remind them like, Hey, this is definitely a group where you can say, you know, Oh, maybe I had a loss in my family or I'm trying to get over this or, you know, what, what can we do? Because again, coming full circle, we will laugh and, and rejoice at the end of things, but we'll, we can get you through it as well. <laughs> like, right. and, you know, right. if we can have those real time, com- real life conversations. Right. Greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, y'all actually kind of answered my last question. So how's about, what do you want? I don't like the legacy question. Um, <laughs> it's like, kind of like, Elevator pitch. If somebody were to walk up to me and say, hey, tell me about Professionally Petty. One sentence, real quick. What do you want me to tell them? Wow, okay. Oh, gosh. Hold on. You going first or you want me to go first? Go first. (laughs) Okay. Elevator pitch. Um, Two dope chicks, authentic, ready to laugh, talk, and have a good time. Okay. Join them. All right, all right. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, um, I don't want to say two dope chicks. <laughs> See, <laughs> although I like two dope chicks. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I, I was like two dope chicks. But, um, <laughs> um, I guess two women navigating the road through its ups and downs or something like that. I don't know. Let me think. I have it. I just sent you the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just sent you the whole thing. Mm-hmm. All, but, right. Um, All right. Well, insert bio here. All right. Okay. Navigating the petty side of life. You yes. Know? Yes. Two women navigating the petty side of life. Okay. Yeah, okay. So. We're going to trademark that. Remember, I asked the question, though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to be petty about it. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. So uh, that concludes the more formalized, formalized portion. Um, I do have uh, a few kind of rapid fire questions. And so what I need from you all, I think I explained okay. it to you before. Um, but what I need from you all is um, five numbers between one and 69. Each one of us or we pick back and forth? Collaborate. Okay, so okay, five, okay, no. 69. Okay, um, 22. 22. Um, you know what? 13. 13. Okay, 6. 6. Um, shit. <laughs> 57. 57. All right, Corey, I need one number between 1 and 26. Um, Twelve. Twelve. All right. Here we go. Question number six. Oh. We set ourselves up. (laughs) What is what is the grossest food you have ever eaten to be polite? Oh Oh my god. Is this a question to both of us? Yeah, y'all both get to answer the question. Okay. Does that does this have to be short or long? It's up to you. Okay, so real quick, so I was going to this nail salon, right, for years. Like, I was going to them for, like, nine years. And, you know, we almost became, like, family. Like, I'll come in, I knew their kids and everything, watch them graduate high school, whatever. And, like, we used to eat food and talk. Like, I used to go there doing my free time, okay, to this nail salon. Mind you, they're all Vietnamese women. So one day they had some candy. And I was like, oh, this candy's so good. And they're all eating the candy, all of them eating the candy. They said, Carly, do you want to try it? 
I said, sure. And I'm up here with my nails, getting my nails done. They put it inside my mouth. It tastes like straight cow manure. Oh. That is candied in sugar and vinegar. Oh. And it was like, oh. And I sat, I sat there with shit in my mouth for like two days. <laughs> <laughs> so I was letting y'all know. It was shit. <laughs> show, who would be your co-host? Oh, Corey. Carly, right? <laughs> I mean, there you go. That was an easy one. That was an easy one. All right. And maybe Patty LaBelle could join us every once Ooh. in a while. I like it. I dig it. I dig it. Alright, 22. Okay. Who is your favorite character? Book, movie, doesn't matter. TV show. Who's your favorite character? You know, the first person who came to mind was Carmen Jones. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. Just because I loved her. I just love what she, I mean, yeah, she was like a bad girl, but she just exuded sex so much that you just couldn't help but just, you couldn't help but love her. I don't know. I just, the first person that came to mind, and it's one of my favorite musicals. So I'm going to say Carmen. Wow, Carly, you were really fast with that answer. Okay. <laughs> it was the first person that popped in my head. <laughs> Favorite character? Um, Betty Boop. Okay. Oh, that's cute. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yes. Betty Boop. No explanation. I just like Betty Boop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 57. Huh. What's your favorite sport to watch? Go ahead. Carly. Tennis. <laughs> okay, why well, you said that quick? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, my favorite sports to watch, I would say, is probably basketball. But I want to preface that by saying it was basketball between like 1985 and 90 and like 2003. Oh. <laughs> so that would be my basketball range. Is there a particular um, reason? I still like to watch basketball, but yeah. Why, why that range? Because basketball, for me, basketball was basketball then. Like, they was hungry. Like, you know, now I feel like all sports in general is so commercialized. And I think the winning and the money is so expected yeah. that Ooh. it's taken out some of the heart and the hunger for it. Ooh, so okay. I feel okay. like during that time, like, People was doing things because they was trying to live. They was trying to eat. Yeah, and everybody was trying to eat. To show, <laughs> everybody. Right, and they were trying to show 
what they were good at instead of everybody feeling like I'm the best at it. Right. They, they needed to prove that they were the best. Now they everybody a human highlight reel. Yeah. I right. Guess. Yeah. Because yeah. you could go on YouTube and do it. So, right. you know. Okay. I'm sorry. Follow up. Carly, favorite tennis player. Um, hello, the gizzard. I have, um, I do love Serena Williams. Yes. Serena Williams all day long. And I love, okay, you might as well just say everybody black. Everybody black. <laughs> hey, I, I've loved Zena Garrison my entire life. I got you. I got you. Monkeys. I, I love you. all of them. I love, um, what's his name? Our girl, I argue, whatever his name, uh, God darn, he's a young little boy that's going to come up. I love Tiafo. I love me some Osaka. I love me some Venus. I, I love Coco. She's a new one coming up. Um, her name is Victoria something. I love her. So basically, everybody black. I, I, I please, I please. <laughs> but all time go Serena Williams. All right. Uh, 69. 69. What physical activity relaxes you the most? <laughs> <laughs> Honesty, ladies. I mean, <laughs> outside of sex, sex, <laughs> period. Right. The physical activity that relaxes me the most. I had to ask. It's the question. Wanted yeah. the most. The question is the question. Sex. All right. All right. I mean, but outside of that, it would be working out. Okay. So maybe like if I did like a Casa Shea class or if I did. Uh, if I worked out with a trainer or something like that, I, I feel like that relaxes me when I come home. Okay. True. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Or just doing nothing <laughs> relaxes me. Is that an exercise? Nothing? Because right. I'm like, I'm a pro. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. So, final question. 12. Okay. Oh, interesting. What is your favorite smell and why? Oh. Okay. That's a good one. And for some reason, um, I don't know if it's burning leaves or burning wood, Hmm. but it just reminds me of a time in my life where it was peace. Mm -hmm. I remember being, I think at the time we lived in Oregon, me and my family, and every time I smell that smell, it just takes me right back to that moment. There was no drama. There was nothing. It was just peace. So every time I smell like burning leaves, I don't know if it's burning leaves or burning wood. It just, it's right. clearing to me. All right. Corey? So, I mean, uh, like a typical, I like, like, well, my answer is almost similar to Carly's. Um, so I'll start with that. I do have a typical smell. Like I like vanilla, like birthday cake and stuff like that. Okay. But my favorite smell, the first thing that came to my mind is my grandma. Like, my grandmother has this, you know, grandmas have that smell. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't know. It's like a mixture of, like, uh, mint green alcohol and, like, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. And and a little tussin. (laughs) A little tussin, yeah. (laughs) It's a mixture of all the things that have kept her alive all these years. You know, like, Pond's Cold Cream. Like, all of that stuff together. At any point in time, it's my absolute favorite smell, and I can't wait to get up under my grandmother and smell her the next couple of days. When the- oh, I nice, love it. Nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, ladies, um, that is it. I want to, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for, um, you know, joining me on Blade and Frankisms for this show. Um, are there any um, final words, anything you want to plug, anything you want to say, get out there, any pettiness you want to leave us with? What's up? Um, I would say follow us on Instagram at The Professionally Petty Show. On Instagram, follow us on Facebook at um, follow our page at The Professionally Petty Show. And we also have a Professionally Petty group. It's called just Professionally Petty Group. Right? Yep. Um, what else? Um... You can follow me at Carly Jonell at Instagram and Corey. Yeah, all of that. Follow <laughs> us. Um, and I would also add that I feel like blatant Frankisms and professionally petty is like the, like we just get to say whatever the fuck we want, right? Yeah. If we put those two together, <laughs> petty and frank and I'm just blatant. Saying. Like what I'm else? Just, I'm just.
just saying. I'm just saying, right? I'm just passing through, hoping somebody noticed me. That's all. I'm just passing through. <laughs> That's all. Thank you so much for the hour. Yes. Um, Thank your you. questions were great. Uh, right. This was definitely fun. And um, yeah. I, I do have one piece of pettiness. This is like my always my favorite form of advice to give someone whose heart's been broken. Yes, ma'am. So my thing is when all else fails, fuck their best friend. <laughs> dilly dilly. <laughs> and that's a wrap, right? All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank, Thank y'all. Thank you so very much. All right. <laughs> Bye. That was fun. Yes, ma'am. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 I want to thank Carly and Corey for joining us this week in the Professionally Petty group. I have found a new community, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. So on behalf of others, <laughs> thank you, ladies. Right, let's move on. In full transparency, um, I'm re-recording today's independent practice. Today was a shit day. In the midst of phenomenal events. I am in New York looking for a condo house. I got here on the Amtrak. Right? I haven't taken an Amtrak in 27 years. I woke up Monday morning for my train ride in a full-on anxiety attack. I mean, breathing, sweating, nausea, throwing up. <laughs> Couldn't figure out why. Just a little left with me. Got to the train station a little early. Got on the train. <laughs> um, no issues, no worries. Gentleman shared the little business class section with me. I would have preferred to sit alone, but hey, it was all good. All good. Got to New York, finally moved around to the hotel that I'm actively a big fan of. Check in. Try to figure out what's going on. Monday night, and we kind of get acclimated to to each other, to the space. Now, this may not be significant. People may have no idea what this conference is about, but I do. Okay. But it's a conference sponsored um, by an organization. Oh, fuck it. American Express. Um, for 24, what they call uh, for purpose leaders. 24 in the country. So I'm one of 24 folks they think are purpose leaders. What does that mean? I can't even explain it. Not that I don't understand that we're all in some way, shape, or form seeking social justice. I see. That, that, that's what focusing on some type of social issue trying to make things better for some group amplify the voices who those folks aren't listening to I hate that term voiceless everybody has a voice do we not need to listen or if they can be heard they know how to use it so, um, and I should be excited other part of that is this thought that's always plaguing blood. Should I really be here? I don't know what space is as I've advanced. As I've advanced, should I really be here? Even 
I keep telling myself and having these conversations, yo, you've been doing this for 20 years, you're just fucking good at what you do, so yeah, you deserve to be here, but that does not change the fact that I feel like I'm not ready for any step. I believe they call it imposter syndrome, right? Here's the thing. I'm not an imposter. spaces of academia, <laughs> I feel it, so that's the beauty of what's happening this week, I'm getting this opportunity to meet these folks and network and form this community, this, this national community now, you know, around the country, support network, and to effect change. Essentially, they expect us to change the world. Literally. Literally. And then, I get news. Tragedy. Not my immediate family. But close ones. Life is short, right? Live life to the fullest, right? Live like today's your last day, right? Live. I'm stuck. Yeah. And I'm part of it. Three hours away from. support that I want to be to the person that I care most about that's on that level. And so that is also frustrating. It's heartbreaking. It makes me sad. But again, outside of that, I'm just conversations with myself, these internal conversations, internal battles, right, about my dreams and my goals and my passions and what I should be doing. And I make all these plans and things get done, like this podcast, you know, 15 episodes, a whole year, 15 episodes, right? Now, my my mentor says I'm pr- I should be proud of myself. Some folks don't get that moment. Some folks stop it. But I had, I had high expectations, and I didn't. Didn't play out the way I wanted to, and that's on me, right? For a lot of different reasons, for a lot of different reasons. But one of the main ones is love. It just takes a lot. So I've had many transitions this year. So I mentioned the anxiety, right, in 27 years. Last time I rode the train was my freshman year of college, and I was riding through North Carolina while my dad was dying. And I've been thinking a lot about him. stepped out on faith a couple of times, but not nearly as often as I should have. 
so you know I'm not making some grand pronouncement that I'll change in just two days. What am I saying? I'm changing today. I've been changing. And I'm finally starting to accept it. So how that relates to, I, I know I'm all over the place, how that relates to my dad or Trey or any of the other slaves. There are a lot of unresolved things from my childhood that are creeping up today. And so I am seeking those supports that uh, help me deal with those things, um, professional and social. lost myself soon. I am finding myself again. As this is the last show of the year, last interview show of the year, I just want to be <laughs> as open and honest as possible. I started this not just, you know, to bring attention to those folks within our community that are doing the things that we need to do to move our community forward. I've started this not only to give us a platform or to create another platform for us to create our own narrative, but I also started this as an exercise in self-care, right? As a way for me to get out some of the things that I want to get out. And so I'm, I know this seems not as upbeat as the interview, however, I do want to say that Carly and Corey and Professionally Petty have been a part of um, my self-care. <laughs> my self-care. They um, are uplifting and supportive and engaging and dope as fuck. And have helped me to Accept the petty within me. <laughs> it's necessary sometimes that I be making through the day. Um, so, that being said, I'm going to end this here. If you are experiencing some mental health concerns or have some concerns, reach out to someone. Take care of you. Reach out to me. We can take care of each other. I promise. Let's take a break. So, gonna finish um, before this year. I'm gonna continue to add to um, Frank's list of ten thousand things that are dope about this woman. And so I have decided to do like, a, you know, seven things in five minutes. We're going to call it a five-minute break. may not last five minutes this time because, you know, it's a short list. But here we go. I myself consider, um, upon reflection, myself to be a um, blend of the old and the new, you know. I remember the rotary dial phone where you had to hang it up and start again if you made a mistake. And, you know, now I'm rocking with the smartphone and not giving iPhone 11 and, any glances. That's craziness. It's craziness, and I need buttons. But, you know, rotary to smart. Hey, from blackboards to smart boards. Everything's smart nowadays. Smart houses, smart dining. Anyway, my list uh, this go-around is uh, a list of the old and the new, a blend of the old and the new, I'll say. It's um the holiday season, so I'm going to go with that tried-and-true list of favorite holiday movies, <laughs> in particular Christmas. And so we're going to go from seven to one. Number seven on my list, Almost Christmas. You know, it's a new ditty. I love it. Uh, Monique is funny as hell. Um, it's just a good movie. Good movie. You know, little mental escape. Number six, A Christmas Story. They keep shoving this movie down our throats. It's not one of my favorites, but it's one I watch because, yeah, every year. There it is. 24-7. TBS, a Christmas story. 
idiot sticking tongues on folk. Yeah, child. It's kind of funny. I ain't gonna lie. It's entertaining. <laughs> Number five. This Christmas, this was just added to the list maybe a couple of years ago. Now, I, I watch this movie all the time. I love this movie. I am a big Dale Boy Lindo fan. Big! This whole aspect is dope, right? Just craziness. Craziness. And I love it better than Mine, too. Can't not love it better than Mine. Everybody else, it's cool. Um, Four. <laughs> Bad Santa. Kids, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. We should not be talking to kids like that. I'm an educator. Don't do that, child. Three. The Santa Claus. I absolutely love this movie. Bobo Zizou. Check it out if you have. And if you have, check it out again. Number two, Home Alone, of course. Of course. Pesci. Love it. And um number one. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I watch it every year on Christmas Eve. It's part of my tradition. Um Love it. Everything about it. Start to finish. Oh Clark. Bethany, he guessed it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, that is my list. Happy holidays. You know, check one or two or all seven out. If you haven't, if you have, check them out again. And if not, do something different anyway. You know, make your own list. Share it with me. And I'm out. So let's close this week out. Your forever homework is to hashtag build your table. Find the best space and place for you to affect change, lean into it, and create opportunities for others to do the same. As it applies to this week's episode, create communities. Wherever you may be. Be inclusive. Be diverse. Or just be. Now, tell me about it. As an educator... Again, I have an open door policy. You can get at me in every form of social media at blatant frankism. That's the letter B. L-A-T-A-N-T-F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M. So at even, that's blatantfrankism at gmail.com. The website, www.blatantfrankism.com. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at blatantfrankism. Once again, that's the letter B. L-A-T-A-N-T-F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M. S-M. As for the Powerball, we didn't hit the last time we played, but we're going to keep on playing. Today's Powerball numbers are 6, 13, 22, 57, 69, and the Powerball is 12. If you win, pay it for, or put it back into the community. So, in closing, as this is again the last uh, formal interview show of the year, I want to thank my uh, forever sponsor. She's been with me from the beginning. Uh, Crafty Nubian Sister on Facebook. That's C-R-A-F-T-E-E. Nubian, N-U-B-I-A-N. Sister, S-I-S-T-A-H. On Facebook, if you have an event or just some folks that you want to uh, plan for and get some paraphernalia, you can do shirts, we can do hats, we can do my brothers. Let me talk about we. She <laughs> can do all of that and then some. So again, that's Crafty Nubian Sister on Facebook and on Instagram. It's uh, Naughty Hair Design because she also can get them locks together, baby. That is Naughty, K-N-O-T-T-Y underscore H-A-I-R underscore D-E-S-I-G-N-E-R. Naughty Hair Design on Instagram. So, if you want to be a sponsor next year, you know some other folks that uh, may be interested, please get at me today and always don't forget to check on somebody and if you need somebody to check on you let them know all right that's it for this week that's it for this year y'all again get at